Welcome to the Undraped Artist Podcast. You should know that this episode was also recorded in video and can be watched on our website at theundrapedartist.com and also on YouTube at the Undraped Artist Podcast. Also, check out our show notes to learn more about today's guest. I hope you enjoy the show. Guillermo Lorca, welcome to the Undraped Artist Podcast. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me, Jeff. Um, so, nice to, so nice to meet you, finally. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's my pleasure. So I've been following you for a while, and uh, I got to tell you, I'm mind blown. because, And I was just looking at your website before, probably for the first time, actually, because I followed you on Instagram. And, you know, websites, no one looks at websites anymore. So I, I go into your website and looking at your bio a little bit, and I went clear back to 2011 and your early work. And I was just totally mind blown that you were doing huge, ambitious work right out of the gate. You know, most of mm -hmm. us start with oh, yeah. small stuff and kind mm -hmm. of insignificant studies. But from what I can mm -hmm. tell is you finished school sometime around 2006. And then you already by 2011, you're doing these huge, complex paintings. Mm -hmm which I, oh, blows my mind. Oh yeah, that, that's true. I, actually, um, at some point of my, when, I, when I'm trying to, to learn how to paint, um, just in the period of, the, of technical issues, uh, to resolve the technical issues, um, uh, I saw the, the old master, many studies or some paintings or the idea to make a lot of study or some, of something or portrait or whatever. Uh, and I couldn't really, it was too boring for me. So uh, I have some ideas and I say, okay, now, so I have to learn with the, the, the big idea and, uh, and try to resolve the problem. Uh, and meanwhile, I'm making something bigger. Uh, and, it, and it happened to me a lot. Um, well, not in my first, first beginning, but uh, in the period that you talk, talk to, um, like, uh, Actually, before 2011, like I think I started with a big, um, uh, big canvases around 2007, uh, more or less, uh, south, south and eight. Uh, and I used to make a lot of mistakes. I make a face. I didn't like the face. I erased the face and painted over the face. So I made many studies in the painting. So, uh, but the final result was the uh, big painting uh, at the beginning. Um, not only the big, uh, I made some not that big paintings as well. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but, I, but I remember I used to make a lot of mistakes. I started with a huge painting. I couldn't resolve uh, the whole composition properly in the moment. So eventually, sometimes uh, I destroyed the painting. And I said, okay, or I paint over again, over the painting, or some woman said, okay, part of the painting works, so I just cut the painting and say, okay, this is going to be the painting and not mm -hmm. the whole first thing. And then step by step, uh, right now I plan it really well in the beginning, uh, the, um, the size, everything. So so for me, it's more clear now how it's going to look the painting at the end. So I, I don't just to make that the same mistake I, again, but 
sometimes anyway i change a couple of stuff it's no mm. <laughs> man okay so i got a lot more questions about your paintings and this topic even the scale topic but i don't want to get uh ahead of myself here i want to know a little bit about how you decide to become an artist i mean let's start back at childhood were you always interested mm -hmm. in art and how did you end up on this path yeah um when i was a kid um i i used to paint um no well not paint i used to draw since i have uh, memories so i'm not really sure um probably i start drawing like every little kid just just because the little kid used to draw uh um uh, and, uh, and I was totally upset with dinosaurs. That is qu quite normal as well for many mm -hmm. kids. Um, and, I, and I needed to draw the dinosaur, not only see dinosaurs. I saw the dinosaurs in books and I wanted to draw it to make all the escapes, uh, the, the, the teas I remember or uh, different stuff or animals as well, I think. Um, and then, um, and then, um, uh, the first time what, uh, what, um, and my mother used to paint as well, uh, as a hobby only, and she had the equipment in, in my house. Um, so, um, so I was really excited to, to, to paint something with, with her, something like, um, I mean, not like her because she paints something that I wasn't interested in. I, I wanted to paint dinosaurs, so I make a huge painting. <laughs> uh of dinosaurs not wait, wait. huge but uh, oh okay i was gonna say huge you're already painting huge i mean <laughs> oh yeah yeah but it was kind of huge for me uh because uh, i have eight years old uh and the painting was like one meter by one meter something like that uh, so for a little yeah, kid it was big. a kind of canvas with yeah it's kind of big <laughs> so I, I was really excited with the canvases i remember really good um and and that was my first painting, like oil painting, uh, and it was kind of nice. It's kind of similar to like the composition that I do right now, of course, with the hand of a eight-year-old boy. By, um, uh, but have many many things in common. It's quite uh, the the composition, like the it's like my my in, inner algorithms is kind of similar. Uh, that that's that, that, um, that that's pretty cool. It's, um, uh, and then uh, I, I used to paint a little bit more and then drawing, but nothing like wanted to be an artist or something. I, did, uh, I, I haven't had that thought at that time. I was too little. Mm -hmm. um, I was more interested in sport, actually. Um, I, I used to play tennis a lot. Um, and then, and then, yeah, there I got an injury in my in my knee, tendinitis, uh, classic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so so then I uh, um, um, I, I found myself like like we, uh, yeah, with the adolescence, a uh, little lost in the life. I didn't know what to do, so I started drawing just for fun to do something. And you're about um, what age? Myself... What age when you got the tendonitis? Oh, yeah, uh, around um, uh, 15, turning 16, something okay. like that. Um, and, I, uh, um, and I told myself, okay, uh, I used to draw um, without model, only um, di um, not, not dinosaur anymore, but dragon or 
or to uh, or things, uh, whatever mm -hmm. things. Um, yeah, there was a time I wanted to to draw unicorns, dragon, like magical stuff, and then um, uh, I took um, a portrait, a kind of easy drawn portrait of. Um, a, I mean, um, um, a, a photo of someone uh, I think was uh, actually a, a, a poet, um, a Spanish poet called, uh, who has my last name, uh, Federico Garcia Lorca. Mm -hmm. uh, but but I didn't know it was him actually. Uh, I just uh, uh, there was a book in the in the school, and there was the the uh, that portrait that I'm not pretty sure it was a drawing or 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 a really old photo. Um, so I said, oh, what happened if I, if I put really hard to do it exactly like this? Uh, like now, take my time or whatever, so I don't have anything to do better. So I took, um, uh, uh, I bought some pens, um, uh, I have, uh, and I start to draw wing, to measure, to see, uh, oh, what happened, did it work? It's step by step until, until I get it, uh, I get it. Um, it took me a while, but uh, but I could get something really really similar. Actually, I think I draw it uh, two times. Uh, the second time was more easy, and then I draw it more more. And, and yeah, and in a few months I can do some like um, a photorealist drawing. Um, so I said, okay, it's something that I can manage, and maybe uh, maybe I can do with painting. And if I got the technique. What can I do? And and I didn't know how world uh, art world anything. So uh, um, I wasn't till in that times so, uh, we barely use internet. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, but that uh, that ignorance uh, in a way helped me because maybe I could feel too overwhelming if I really know about how complex is our world, uh, especially for my I am. For the the things that I know in that times, so in, for in, for me in that time was more simple. I think it's going to be something more like nineteenth century. That that is something that I knew more. So, um, mm -hmm. uh, so so yeah, what's the point to say? Okay, I wanted to be an artist. I'm going to try. Um, um, in Chile, I, I not only Chile. I I could say in South America because uh, it's a uh, um. Uh, it's getting South America countries, depend of the country, but Chile at least, um, just to grow, uh, uh, grow up a, a lot, uh, in 30 years. So it was that kind of country that coming from the poverty to the middle class, uh, so, so, uh, culturally it's like, hey, you have to study something, get a title, and then, and then, uh, you you need to get money because uh, the life is hard. It's not like follow your dream. It's, uh, it's something like even if my family is really open, my mother is um, uh, well, she's a teacher but a writer as well, and and, and they they told me okay, uh, you can do it, of course, uh, but it's not going to be um, again. I mean, you have to do it. Well, <laughs> mm -hmm. and he said, "Oh, of course, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't want to fall. I don't want to be poor as well. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to fight for this and actually put myself uh, a goal in that time." 
uh, was too much my goal, but but works. I mean, um, uh, I I told her that okay, I'm going to study art, uh, um, and I'm going to have job. No, not job like um, like someone hire me necessarily, but I'm going to get money enough to 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 do by myself uh, in. Give me um, four years. So uh, I leave the school at uh, seventeen, and so I have to, until twenty-one. That was that was my goal. Uh, and if I, I I didn't have to to totally do it, but uh, I need to um, I needed to have a uh, some job, get some money, get um, get something in order to say, hey, this is not going to be a disaster. I, I, eventually, uh, this is going to work. Um, um, so it was hurry when when I when when I have a eighteen nineteen uh, I I really try to it's not like hey, I'm study art so maybe it doesn't matter what I do so I was totally focused to to do it now <laughs> right um, so did you go to university at this point yeah I go to the university to study art um, and I didn't like it really I I didn't like it at all maybe the first year was okay because um. In, in the university, they can show me much more things about art that I didn't know, especially the art world of the, uh, well, in that time, the the end of the 20th century. Um, what happened, especially in the contemporary art, um, uh, what different kind of thought, different kind of, you know, the powers that <laughs> surround, uh, manage different part of the art world. It's different powers, not only one. Uh, um, but it was useful. Uh, um, we studied um, uh, art history. Uh, uh, I, I used to know a lot because I I love books with uh, art history. So, um, uh, but uh, I remember. Um, but I, I didn't put attention in medieval art, for example, and they, they showed me that. So it was really interesting. Um, and yeah, and I knew uh, one of my best friends. That's really good as well. Mm -hmm. But the other things I hated, I really did, I didn't like it. I think it's actually uh, the way that they they try to teach to become you an artist, even if it's not necessarily a painter. For a painter, I think it's horrible, the worst. I mean, if you want to be a painter, like figurative painter or kind of, that's not about painting, use the material. Uh, or And then, I don't know, to make sculpture, uh, at, at least in Chile, but I think in the United States, not that different in the university, in that kind mm -hmm. of structures, uh, and, uh, and Europe as well, because I, I know some many people who go to the university and it's more or less the same experience. Um, I mean, for that kind of artist, I think it's uh, to lose your time. It's really frustrating because um, you don't have... Um, uh, the technique uh, or different things about technique, even a technological technique could be, hey, to paint in iPad or do different kind of things or or let's see a uh, model in 3D, blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, nothing. <laughs> uh, and in, uh, in the, uh, I, I remember, uh, I don't know, because we have that, uh, we have painting, let's say, uh, in, the, in the power of the, um, uh, in the university class. Uh, but in the first year, many people from the third year, they didn't know how to use the palette. <laughs> I mean, nothing, yeah. I mean, the palette, 
they don't know how to put the color in the palette. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, no, so, uh, no, so, yeah, I tweak um, to the end of the second year, more or less. Uh, and I got a job, I mean, I got a, um, a commission to make a huge mural. Uh, oh, yeah. What? Now How I'm did thinking you get that? With a bigger painting before. Uh, a huge mural, yeah, that, that was huge, like four meters um, by, oh, we use meters, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, so about, totally so about 16, huh? oh, let me see, four meters, about 12 feet. It's 12 feet, more or less. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it's 12 feet, more or less. Yeah, uh, by 40 meters. So it's... Uh, by 40? Yeah, 4 zero? 40 meters. Uh, 4 zero, yes. It's like uh, 45 yards, I think, something like that. Are um, you kidding me? So that's 135 oh, yeah, feet. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know it was huge. It was a long... Are a really long and tall one, uh, and I never paint something big actually at that time. Only well, something not that small, like a one and a half meter or something like that. But um, and but but I got the opportunity. Uh, they they told me, okay, uh, could you do this mural? Uh, no outside mural. It was inside to a vineyard, so it was something more a commission. They're going to pay me the materials, everything. Um, eh, for a big family, uh, a really kind of famous family here, and it's going to be a big vineyard. Um, and they took the risk because I was too young, um, I had 20, uh, and, uh, and I didn't know, but I told them that I, I knew. <laughs> yeah, so wait, so how did this come about? How did you land such a huge mural at that age with so little experience? <laughs> I didn't know at all how to plan it. Actually, uh, <laughs> um, I, I tried to find out how to prepare the the, the, the wall to to paint. Um, uh, I just prepared with uh, to. Um, it wasn't that difficult. It was just only gesso uh, and many layers of gesso, and make sure that the wall was totally without something uh, for the other side where that was too humid or something like that. No, um, no, I'm not talking just, technically. I'm saying, why did they hire you? Why did someone pay know, a kid yeah. who doesn't know how to paint for a 135-foot <laughs> mural? No, because um, uh, I think it was uh, a matter of budget. Uh, the, um, the woman um, who was in, in charge of the, um, to the decoration of the vineyard, uh, it, it didn't know how to do with the, the that big wall because uh, the the god eventually with that a huge wall and could be rocks or something in between with some something more classic more boring and and she saw one of my painting in in my aunt in in my in my aunt's house um and on sorry in the house of my aunt mm -hmm. who was a friend of her uh and it was a really nice painting, a painting that I painted from my, um, uh, for, a, for a person who uh, uh, I, I used to love. Uh, I mean, just to love a person who died already. Um, uh, I mean, she died. Or she was old. No, yeah. no, it was. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, in, uh, and the painting was really nice uh, because in, in that time I, uh, I, I got, I, I started to get in some paintings, not in everyone, 
uh, good technique and painting that worked worked really nicely. So uh, in that moment, because I was, uh, she, she asked her, "Hey, I'm really good painter. Who, who, who is this guy?" Um, say, "No, he's my he's my nephew, really young, just twenty. Oh fuck!" So would be okay. It's a risk, but it's a good tip. <laughs> So let's see what's up. So I can I can I can match it and and well we beat the project. Uh, I didn't know pretty clear what I'm going to paint really. Uh, I have some sketches or something. I prepare a couple of things. And she told me, "Can you do it?" I said, "Yeah, I can do it." Um, I didn't know if I can do it, but I, I said, oh, "What the fuck? I can do it. <laughs> I, I, I I'm going to find the the, the way to do it." Uh, and my uh, and and she showed the project to the to the owner, and the owner was really excited, saying, "Hey, yeah, that, it's nice. To, uh, I like the idea to to um, I mean to discover someone or whatever, or just uh, let, let's, why why not?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so so yeah, I, do you, I, I try and I learn and, and I learn a lot. The can I ask you a question about that? Do you attribute some of your success to that attitude? of being willing to do something that feels uncomfortable and way out of your league? You know, because, I mean, I would imagine there are some people, if not many people, if not the majority of people in the world that would say, no, I've never done anything like that before. I'm not qualified. I'm afraid to do it. Hire somebody else. Whereas you're, you mm-hmm. said, well, no, I don't know how to, and you're in your, to yourself, you might have said, well, yeah, I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to figure it out. Do you do you attribute some of your success to that attitude? Yeah, I think it was it, it actually was really important. It's one of my first act. Uh, my um, it's a really good attitude actually, and it's not uh, like um, it's not a kind of ego attitude. Like I said, okay, no, of course I'm super awesome and I can do whatever I want, and and then I don't see the risk or whatever. Um, I saw a lot of risk. I, I was afraid, <laughs> totally afraid. But I, but, but I said, hey, this is the opportunity. Uh, uh, I put the thing in order. I said, okay, it's just a big, a big canvases. Uh, let's try in a smaller. And let's do. It's not. It's not something impossible. It's not like hey, go to. Make a rocket in one year. I don't know how anything about rockets. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I, I, I'm not going to do something like that. Uh, but something that I know already, and I, I think it's it's hard. It's kind of difficult. Maybe the results not going to be perfect, but it's okay. It's opportunity. Let's try. Uh, what's the worst thing that could happen? No, no, nothing that terrible. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So. So yeah, it's like to face that fear and say, okay, it's up here and I can paint with fear for a while and then eventually I'm going to get more confidence. And yeah. and I and I just did it. Yeah. Um it was kind of hard. Um you especially know, for the a, moment that I had a handyman business when I was that that's how I put myself through school. I've always been good with tools and with my hands. I mean, good, good for my age. You my dad had a workshop and so as a kid i grew up with some basic tools in my dad's workshop and uh Mm -hmm. i when i moved to utah where i live now i lived in the basement of a family that i had got or that i had met 
long story that I'd met some time ago. I lived in their basement for free rent in exchange for refinishing their basement. I've never refinished a basement, but I told them I could do it. And so I figured, oh, wow. I, I figured I'd just go to the library. I'm like, if, if someone else can do it, why can't I do it? Like, you know, and, yeah. and I told them I could do it and they said, okay, we'll come and get free rent. I'm only 21 years old, 22 years old. And, uh, so I just spent time in the library figuring out how to do drywall framing, electrical, plumbing, all that kind of stuff. And then, and then she's like, and then I did it and it turned out nice. And then she said, well, you should start a handyman business in the neighborhood. So I started putting out flyers to all the houses in the neighborhood. This was a rich neighborhood. Cause like, again, I'm not rich. I'm living in their basement. So I would get uh-huh. jobs making furniture cabinets, like building decks, you know, adding on additions. Um, I mean, literally custom furniture. There was one point where a guy said to me, Hey, have you ever done cabinets? And I'm like, sure I can do cabinets and uh, I don't think I said I had I just said sure I can do cabinets so I went out I rented a storage unit and then I got a deposit from him with the deposit I bought a bunch of tools went to the library taught myself how to make cabinets and went into the and made cabinets out of a storage unit and the attitude the whole time was I will not sleep and if i mean if it takes not sleeping to make this happen i will work 20 hours a day seven days a week to make this happen because i want this job and um i found it and every job was successful because i was in i was unwilling to fail so like you said it was like and i've had i've applied the same attitude toward painting which is why i asked you that question but mm-hmm. you seem to have that same attitude. Like, yeah, the 135 foot mural, that would intimidate most people. But you seem mm-hmm. to have that attitude. Like, I'm, I'm not willing to fail. I'm gonna just do, I'm gonna just do it. And I'm not willing to fail. It's not so much I'm so great, right? And correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. It's just this attitude of unwilling, being unwilling to fail. Uh, yeah, no, that attitude actually is pretty useful. Um, and for another hand, it's true as well. Uh, and mostly of the things that you're going to learn, I mean, you can learn practice. It's good practice, especially for complex things. Uh, in general, it's, uh, but you're going to learn mostly working in something, in a project, or uh, that's the way. And, and of course, if I, it's overwhelming when you see something really complex, like, okay, someone make a, let's say, something different, like make a company, and you have the company have a different kind of areas, and and different kind of make different kind of service um, so on so so you say no it's too much it's overwhelming to make a company it's too much but you maybe start with a small idea hey let's uh, sell my i have a lot of collection of uh, toys that i don't like anymore so let's say buy for internet then you start to sell toys and someone else wants to uh, sell more toys then eventually you become in a toy store that Maybe your own that you produce your 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 toys and it's totally different than the how you start in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, you start step by step, uh, but the only way to really learn is working on something um, uh, and practice a little bit. Especially for there's more serious stuff. Let's say okay, if you want to build a building, maybe uh, you don't need to. I, I think there's a lot of engineers that don't necessarily go, went to the school of engineers, but um, 
but of course, it's something that you have to know a lot of things and practice because you put the, the life of person in danger or so to be um, uh, a doctor or stuff like that. Uh, uh, but with many things that, that uh, especially with manual things, you, you need to learn mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. or, or something that is, uh, if, actually, if you want to build a, a, a company, uh, a business, uh, you can go to the business school and know a, a, how to, uh, you can know a lot of things about to, uh, um, to the market economy in general, uh, to work something or uh, accountancy, stuff like that, maybe. Mm -hmm. That could be useful. Uh, but I don't think that, well, maybe in Harvard and some school, yeah, but uh, in general, uh, it's difficult that someone to build a company and show you how to build a company and your company, the kind of company that you eventually going to make. It's, it's mm -hmm. something that you had to, that you had to learn and, uh, and make mistakes. And then you get realize and put your things in order and try again, again, until you get something. Um, uh, I think it's kind of similar in the, this kind of things. So, uh, every artist is, a it's a, no, it could be a company as well, but it's something that you, I, I mean, I can teach someone how to paint, but uh, how how can I teach someone? I can talk about how I I I make my ideas to create something, but it's only something that can inspire inspire someone else. Uh, I, I can teach uh, someone else how to do make the job. On, I can teach them how to make the things that I do, but not to create something new. <laughs> so, right. So, right. That's something that is, is more is, is more difficult, something that every person had to find for themselves. So the only thing I think is, is a matter of try. Mm -hmm. That's a valid point. You know, it, I've uh, often seen these incredible master copies from artists. And then, mm -hmm. and it's just like, they're, they, they look just like the master's work. But then you look yeah. at the artist's work, their own individual work, and it's not the same quality. And mm -hmm. I, I've often thought to myself, I mean, I think I know the answer now, and I think you've, uh, mm -hmm. you've touched on it, but there, I've often asked myself, why is it that it's so much easier to copy a master painting than it is to create a master painting? And I think, like I said, I think you've touched on it, is that you can teach someone how to do that thing by just mm -hmm. by, by showing them exactly how you executed it. But it's a whole nother thing for them to learn how to solve individual and unique problems for a unique painting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, well, it's like to copy everything. You just have to follow steps. It's like to build a Lego. No, well, it's not the same thing. It's kind <laughs> of like Lego that though. It's kind of like following but, directions with Lego. But you have to follow the, the uh, no, um, like, uh, for example, all masters uh, painting, uh, uh, first, uh, the problem is resolved. Uh, you don't have the model, the composition, and then you have to translate that in a painting. It's already it's a painting. So uh, to copy a painting is a little easy. Actually, it's a kind of good exercise um, to, um, uh, to, to become pixels or real life or flex in paintings. And then, um, 
And then uh, that painting, the, the old master painting, for example, is good. Uh, and you can see and you want to copy because it's one of the good ones, <laughs> probably. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, um, and probably took a lot of experience or talent or both probably uh, for, for the artist to create, to uh, uh, to choose the, the the proper image to get something uh, to create something used to be um, in general is more difficult uh, to just um, copy uh, of, of course and and I think in, in many things uh, technology as well if someone creates new technology eventually it's not that difficult and it's, it's a matter of time that someone can copy something more or less the same and maybe improve it and and that's how uh, human beings grow up more and mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's one thing, one of the things that's so amazing about your work, because your work is so complex. And, you know, because it's not just about copying a master painting, there's another way of looking at this. I find it relatively easy to just look at a model and copy a model, right? It's simple mm -hmm. to just sit someone in a chair, have them look at you, paint them. That's, that's relative, relatively, it's not easy, but it's relatively easy compared to what you do. And many artists do, many great artists do, where you're not just looking at a person, you're creating a world on a two-dimensional surface that doesn't exist. That's so much mm -hmm. bigger than just looking at something and reproducing it, whether that be a painting or a model sitting in front of you or a still life sitting in front of you or whatever. It's, you're creating something in your work that doesn't exist it's it's mind-blowing no yeah it's uh and actually it's kind of complicated uh it's a matter of tribe um i i used to create something uh um there's uh, i used to um, let's say to um, there's two souls in the things uh one of them is create uh an image that for me is a poetic image that means something um but it's not, I don't know what is the, uh, I don't know exactly what is the image that is going to make that means for me. Uh, I have to build it. Uh, um, I can recognize it when I got it, but no, no, not before. I just have a small idea, a small spark, like say, hey, what's happening if I use something like this and this? I think this is the way. So I start to mix and create image and, um, and and right now I work like uh, a mix between some pictures with drawing over the pictures, then more pictures. Then when I get something more or less, and I think it's going to work, I make um, uh, I need probably more uh, more pictures to uh, so I make up. Uh, I have to do a production for to take the pictures or or well, I already have a lot of. Uh, animals or persons or whatever um uh if it's necessary to buy a picture for stock image i did as well uh, doesn't matter mm -hmm. uh i just do um and then i mix in order to get more or less um and i try put and eventually works there's a moment there's a point that i said oh, okay it's working and and the symbol work with the, the composition I, I like it i like it and 
Uh, and this could be something different. I got another idea, and that maybe becoming another parent. <laughs> right. uh, it's, it's it's something like that. So, um, but only work when I I put my my brain work uh, in a work mode, um, and then you start to get the idea. It's really fun. Uh, in the beginning, it's quite difficult because uh, um, you get tired because it's too much process for the brain so you literally get tired so um, before you even start painting the, just process the know, process of creating uh, just, the, yeah the process of creating is um it's a lot of energy for the brain so uh so even if i start, it's really fun um my brain then remembered that it's uh had to spend too much energy so it's difficult to start always uh, every day is difficult to start it's like hey let's create something and my brain's like hey but maybe we can take a coffee maybe we can see what's happening in israel maybe we can start to... mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah, and and the only reason is because my my brain's not knows that i'm it's going to just spend too much energy and want to keep the energy for I don't know to survival, but I don't need to survive. I just <laughs> had to I had to fight against uh, that that trick that my brain did to me, do to me all, all the time. Uh, but then when you it's like to to go to running uh, in the beginning, it's like uh, running, uh, but then when you get the rhythm, it's like ah, oh, this is kind of nice. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so I want to come back to this, but I, I want to ask you something before we get way into your painting. I noticed on your website that you also studied with um, Odd Neardrum. Yeah. Is that right? Tell me a little bit about that. When did you do that and what was that like? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, uh, after the, the, the mural that I told you. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to... Uh, uh, and that time I, I discovered uh, for, um, for a magazine in Chile that uh, presented him as um, the new Rembrandt. And there was a big interview uh, about him. Um, um, and I said, oh, okay, nice. I mean, I, I love his paintings uh, immediately. Uh, and then I searched more and I said, okay, um, we didn't have Facebook at that time, so or or maybe yes, no, maybe yes, but I didn't have uh, Facebook myself. I didn't know about Facebook actually, but I think Facebook exists, but for, uh, I, I didn't have it. So um, so no, yeah, I just contacted his gallery. Um, I, I sent some things and I uh, and asked them if uh, if if they know if he's old, they have a um, pupils or something like that just i i i imagine that maybe he has something like that i didn't know anything about netflix school nothing it's just uh, it was a guess um and and they came back to me and told me yeah yeah of course let's paint and I, we're going to to show them and let's see what's happening and I'm just okay and i continue my life and in in a few months uh i got an email uh from his wife uh, to it, and uh, she she told me something really simple like, um, "Hi, um, I like painting. Yeah, we we have this thing that uh, you you can come to Norway and stay. We have a guest house. Uh, yeah, you can come the next month if you want." And I said, "Oh, well, well oh, bye bye. <laughs> really <Yeah. laughs> short." But I was like, "Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what, what can I do? Well, let's see. Uh, I have to get peace." 
uh, <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, yeah, and I spent uh, like five months, six, well, I spent six, but uh, no, well, I spent a little more in Europe because then I stayed in Spain and, well, um, uh, but, but yeah, around five, little more month uh, without, um, and it was really nice. Uh, what's interesting, I'm, I mean, the experience was uh, kind of insulated in a way, uh, because I was, uh, I was during the winter time, so there wasn't too many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was an family, uh, and two more persons, and then, um, then coming uh, a, a few more uh, for a short time. Uh, so, but it was a really introspective uh, period. Uh, I think I learned some things about technique, um, but it wasn't the most important. I, I got some some things, yes, of course, uh, but I realized in that moment um, what happened when the, the, the people work with um, someone who, with a master, uh, and I, I, I realized that the problem, the, uh, the master in this case odd uh, made an amazing painting and and yeah and I, and I wanted to hey I want to do something as great as him but um if I just follow his steps I'm going to get something like Nedrum but but look like Nedrum paintings but no no not my kind of painting and 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 I love that thing but maybe I can take something of the of Maybe uh, I, I like really much something really specific, like the way that the brush stroke is here. But maybe I can do some totally different colors. Maybe my sub. And I thought that in that moment a lot about it, what the subject, what my feelings are, um, and 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 I saw that all, for all the painting is uh, is secret, uh, sacred. It's totally something that. Uh, it's really important for him. It's not something banal at all. It's uh, is kind of religion for him uh, in in a in a good way. I mean, uh, he really um, uh, he really uh, his things, his feelings, uh, his paintings really true for say something. Uh, mm-hmm. It's his true. Uh, so I, I learned from him, um, in, no, not because he told me or something. At that time, I remember I, I barely speak English, uh, less than Norwegian, nothing, of course. So it was kind of difficult to communicate for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and so then um, I, no, but, but I got that. I, I got that I to, had to find inside myself a feeling that really moved me. Uh, otherwise, I don't have any kind of guide. It's 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 really difficult to um, uh, to follow only the thing that works in for another artist and finding yourself that it's going to work or not. I think uh, I so I realized um, uh, that I had to follow my my instinct, my strong feelings, and at the same time. Um, and my taste as well. Uh, I, I knew, uh, and my taste is going. To be, many people are going to have a similar taste, and that's all. I mean, I don't have to think too much about this. This is going to work. The people are going to like it. I, I don't know. <laughs> too mm-hmm. difficult to know uh, what they, what many, what things 
the people going to like. It's better to, to just, if I like it, probably maybe the people like it. I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, hey, but I had to. Why, what do you think is different? I mean, he's got a lot of, uh, a lot of knockoff artists, a lot of artists that are, I, don't, I shouldn't say knockoff, but a lot of artists that are really influenced by him. I mean, sometimes I'll see on Instagram paintings and I'll think, wait, is that an odd nerd room? No, it's somebody else, you know? Uh -huh. And, uh, but I've known, a, actually, I've known, let me see, on my podcast, I've had, I can think of three. Uh -huh. Nicholas O'Leary studied with him, Teresa Oaxaca, uh -huh. Alex Venezia, now you there might have been more and of you four mm -hmm. none of you look like odd nerdrum but obviously no, when you yeah. go there you respect him you must like his work when you go there mm -hmm. so how do you kind of escape oh, yes, that influence uh because um uh it wasn't like uh nerdrum trying that you paint in one way or another in general uh all the, uh as long as i remember he just do his routine paint talk about whatever life or or something else but it's not like a, 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 a go to your work and say hey you have to paint like this and this no not at all actually he, he just it, it's kind of weird that he he, he gives you a specific advice in general he just uh, but but you can see him paint and talk and ask questions or whatever um, maybe his figure, uh, symbolically talking, is really strong. It's a kind of big and really young guy with a strong voice. Uh, the whole mystical, maybe the, the people uh, becoming a kind of father or, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, that you want to be like, like him. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I, I, I never had that problem. I mean, it, it wasn't in my mindset to, to mm -hmm. copy the master. Uh, I, I think because I was, uh, I had the ambition uh, to uh, to become myself in a master, so I, I, I couldn't, uh, uh, and, I, uh, and I knew the history of the, um, uh, in, in older times, for example, let's say uh, Van Dyck. Uh, I mean, Rubens have a lot of, uh, uh, have a lot of pupils, a lot. Uh, and he made a kind of, factory of paintings uh, with many people who paint like Rubens and, and paint uh, mostly of the big paintings, especially. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but uh, one of them was Anthony van Dyck. And Anthony van Dyck, there was a point that, that in, the, in, in, in his beginning was a little more like Rubens, but then it was totally van Dyck. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 and oh, the same Da Vinci. Da Vinci was the pupil of Verrocchio, and and there's a small painting of Verrocchio. Well, not that small as painting of Verrocchio, and there's some angel that paint for Da Vinci, or the people think but look like. Um, and then Da Vinci, of course, makes something another painting totally different than Verrocchio. Um, could be kind of similar. I mean, don't have to be hundred percent different, but but I think it's important to. So, okay, you grow up and there's a moment that you have to have the, it's like your childhood, but then you need the adolescence in order to, hey, I'm going to do uh, another another way. And yeah. then I'm going to probably come back and do something. I'm going and come back with my, uh, I know, another way to say, uh, you, need the, you need to do the, 
your own trip in a way to to go to the desert <laughs> let's say uh um, I, I think if you copy too much your masters, it's like you don't leave the nest. You, you, yeah. you need to leave the nest in a, and find out to yourself and don't. You learn a lot of tools, fine, and then, okay, do something with that tool. Yeah. Uh, and, but it can be the same thing. Uh, um, but it could be whatever. <laughs> There's many things that you can do. <laughs> right. This episode is brought to you in part by Rosemary Brushes. If you're one of my listeners who's a professional artist, you're already using Rosemary Brushes. But for the rest of you, come on. Take your work a little more seriously. Stop buying the other brands. It's just not worth it. Every now and then you may get lucky and buy a good brush from another brand, but use the brand that professionals like myself are using. Go to rosemaryandco.com, link in the description or the show notes, and get yourself some quality brushes before your next painting. Tell me a little bit about um, how and when you started to pick up momentum after leaving Odd Nerdrum Studio in your career. When did things start to happen? Oh, yeah. Um, after Odd, um, I came back to Chile uh, and I was a bit lost. Uh, I didn't have any project at all. So, um, so, I, tr uh, so I invented a project. Um, I had the idea to to make uh, I, in odd uh, he, odd used to make a, a small paintings, a small portrait, and I imagine uh, what's happening is that small portrait could be huge, but painting that way, paint like a small painting, but really, really big, like a oh, master a painting, minute. but huge. Is this on Instagram? Uh, in Instagram, I, ha I have a couple, so yeah, not, not too much because it's an old project. Yeah, so, okay. Um, so, yeah, imagine like, okay, three and a half meters. I mean, like, this is, yeah, uh, yeah, almost uh, 12 feet by 12 feet, something like that. This one? Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, You're yeah. You're kidding. This is your first project coming mm -hmm. out of Odd Nerdrums? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, wow. but but I mean the project doesn't. No, nobody offered the project. I, it was the halfway around. Uh, I said like, okay, I have this. Uh, I have this idea. So what's happened? Where I can I put these big paintings? And uh, and in that times, um, the subway of Chile uh, had a project called a uh, uh, Metro Arte. That means like a metro. Well, metro arts kind of uh, mm -hmm. kind of simple. Um, and if you if you get the budget with a company, uh, you the uh, and you pass for some bureaucracy process, you can you can get the space to to put your things uh, forever. I mean, uh, it's going to be part of the subway. So so I say, okay, yeah, I I choose one place that I could put different portraits. Say, okay, let's do it. Uh, let's try to find the budget. Um, and um, and the per uh, and and I um, the most difficult part was to pass for the bureaucracy. I hate bureaucracy; it's horrible. Uh, and then the budget wasn't that difficult because uh, I knew the the person who hired me for the for the vineyard. So um, the, he has a big company, and so I asked him, "Hey, I have this project. We can do that." And I say, "Okay, nice." Uh, yeah, we can do that, but at the same time, we have um, a place to for make exhibitions. So, can you do an exhibition with the project? I said, yeah, of course. <laughs> Another one of those 
Another one of those oh, jumping in head first, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, again, like, yeah, yeah, of course, an exhibition, a project, whatever I can do. Mm -hmm. uh, no, yeah, but I could do it. Uh, luckily, I have some paintings. Uh, so I wasn't a star for zero. So I started to work a lot, make uh, a lot of paintings and um, and the project at the same time. So we do, uh, we did uh, um, uh, that exhibition and the project and then and then I have another commissions, uh, uh, um, and I got lost again. <laughs> In general, this to happen. Wait, um, what do you mean you got so lost? I, I got lost in. Sometimes you you make pro a project, uh, you get you are successful with the project. Actually, you get more commission or something. But there's a moment that eventually, if you don't have another thing immediately, you get like, hey, I. There is a moment that you are, maybe you have, let's say, demand for survive for to sell painting or something. But no, I didn't have a an exhibition ahead or nothing. Mm. Um, so you felt so like you kind of hit a oh, wall. You were just like, oh crap! Now what do I do? Yeah, exactly. So I said, okay, let's try to find a, a museum. Yeah, I was <laughs> a museum. You went right for a museum. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I love. Yeah, that. no, I tried. <laughs> well, it was a museum in Chile, but uh, the, the the bigger the bigger one. Um, I talked with um, uh, a friend who's a, a gallerist, and I said, "Okay, um, it didn't work to make a um, business only as a gallery, but uh, I, I, and she ha and she and she was living in Chile. She was living in York, uh, but." I mean, she was a, she right now she's a gallerist, but at uh, that moment she was dealer. Uh, she didn't have the, her space, so ask her. Um, uh, do you know the the new director? Hey, do you think you can get something? Okay, and we can yeah, try that. Try to do, and you can create and try to sell the painting. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, um, but uh, are you ready? Maybe you are too young for the message. Right. What what's the worst thing that happened? I mean, it's just to ask something, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and we did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh I got. Uh, uh, but of course, I needed uh, uh, almost few, two years, a little less, uh, to prepare everything. So, um, so, but I, but I, but I have a. But I have a goal. Uh, had a goal. So, so I started to. So to be clear, this was a exhibition. show at a museum in Chile. Yeah, yeah, a big color show. It was uh, twenty-five paintings. Um, so no, no, the painting was huge, but uh, but it was really good. I know, but in the meanwhile, I made an exhibition in Mexico. No, sorry, I lost my 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 own biography. No, I did something <laughs> kind of big before that. Uh, a solo exhibition in a really good gallery in Mexico City. Um, Actually, it was the gallery that showed uh, Damien Hirst in Mexico, a solo show, which is painting all of uh, one, a kind of, well, you know, Damien Hirst have a lot of different stages in a way. He He's most famous for his sculptures, for the, you know, the the shark in, a, right. a, in the liquid or, like or the big, big sculpture. Exactly, the sculpture with diamonds as well. Uh, and, and sometimes he paints, but with his hand, actually. Uh, um, 
And in, at that point, he made paintings like with a lot of scopes, and that's why he wanted to show in Mexico. But then, of course, the, the paintings uh, went to another place or some, I don't know. Uh, but it was uh, the same gallery, and my, my aunt uh, uh, supported me at that time, uh, helped me a lot. So, so she was living in Mexico and know people and, and eventually know the gallery and say, hey, and, and make the match. Uh, and then after that exhibition, uh, I, 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 I got a little lost. And then I said, okay, let's, do, let, let, let's get for the museum. Um, but it was the gallery first. Yeah, I made yeah. a mistake. <laughs> uh, in, it was, uh, and, and, uh, and it, 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 it was really good. I mean, I, I always, when I don't have something, I try to, I, I try to find it. I try to say, okay, what I want, um, and, and what I want, and the only thing that I try to see is if, uh, if, um, if the place that I want to show or something is um, have a match with the kind of thing that I have. But mm -hmm. it's a matter of of the person who are who manage the things eventually all the, the institutions or galleries or whatever is managed by people and it's just people you have had to i mean eventually you don't like i mean the people don't like you and it's okay i mean it, it's not not always work for me uh sometimes i try to to get something and i don't get any result but eventually I forgot that kind of failures. It's just something in the moment you feel like, oh, fuck, but that's mm. I don't know. Right now, I'm more used to it. Uh, if something doesn't work, I, I, I don't care. I didn't work. Okay, let's do, let's try another thing. Uh, plan B, plan uh, I, In general, I don't have plan B. It's just I said, okay, let's create another plan A. <laughs> yeah, that's a great uh, so, way of looking at it. So what you're saying is when you yeah. have a plan, you don't plan to fail. You plan to succeed, and then when you do fail, you start again. You plan to succeed. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Uh, because you put more energy, and if you do it in order to to get success, mm -hmm. uh, otherwise it's like um, uh, um, I was um, a judge of a painting contest um a few months ago. It was really nice. Uh, and it's uh, was that the one in Spain the... in the meme in, in Barcelona? Spain, yeah, in, dude, in, I saw in Barcelona, yeah. I saw some clips of that. And you're with Antonio Lopez Garcia and a few others. Oh yeah! Oh and my gosh, was dude, that was yeah, that yeah. must have been awesome. Congrats on being invited to be the judge on that. That was pretty. That must have been pretty awesome. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Um. No, it was yeah, it was really moved. I mean, to to uh, to, to meet him. Uh, uh, it was one of my reference when I was actually a teenager. And I knew him so was was cute. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, he doesn't speak English, does he? He's he don't speak English very well. He speaks something, yeah, but it's oh, not okay. Because I'd love true. to get him on the show, but I don't speak any Spanish, so. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, um, yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I remember uh, there was some another moment. No, no, but he speak, but I don't know. I don't know for an interview. Mm, I think I I, 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 I didn't speak English with him, but I remember there was some. 
there was a moment that uh, Antonio Lopez of Nedru and Godfrey Helpan was uh, and Dita Camelud was the, the um, uh, was judged for the same conquest, but in another year, like 2015, I think. Um, and I think there was a translator. They had, they got a translator because mm. it, it, it uh, seems like they couldn't do in English all, all the time. Uh, that's my memory. I'm not hundred percent sure, but it seems mm -hmm. like uh, 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 his English is not totally fluent. Uh, I right. think. Well, congrats on that. Uh, that was cool to see you there at that contest on that panel. That was some panel. Oh yeah, no, it was really fun actually. I love it. Uh, I, I love to do it. Um, but I feel real that um, um, some artists, not all, all them, or not all of them, of course, um, um, they didn't show their best painting for the conquest. They 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 show something like in the middle. Okay, let's see the conquest hmm. because. Um, and I think it's because of the same reason you're, you're saying like, okay, if I'm lucky, I put something in the conquest. Um, but you don't want to put your best things because it's going to hurt more if you are failing, if you don't win. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I've got something to say about that one because I have never joined a contest with even close to my best work. Not even close. I mean, I've, I've joined a few contests and I'll just submit what's laying around the studio. And the reason why is because, frankly, I can't afford to put my best work in the contest because I have to sell my best work and it's, and it's spoken for. So um, it's tricky. I, I've, and I don't know if that's the case for a lot of these people, but it's certainly the case with me where my, my work is always spoken for. So then when a contest comes along, I just don't have anything except, except what's sitting around the studio. And so, oh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it depends on the rule of the conquest. That's true. Uh, for example, okay, if you're going to, um, if the if the place is going to keep, if going to keep your your work, uh, uh without, um, let's say the third price and they keep your words and the money is less that you can sell by yourself, it's, it's not a business, of course, right, you can't right. do it. Maybe if the first prize is more money or something more similar, uh, the, 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 how you sell in the paintings, um, it could work. Uh, and then you get your painting back and then you can sell it anyway. Uh, but I think, uh, by, but, but a lot of people in the conquest is, um, is really, is really, uh, probably the half is really young people, so they don't have anything to lose about it. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but I understand. I mean, I, I didn't know too much about conquest. I never went to one of them. Uh, um, but for laziness, but maybe, but maybe for fear to not win and things, and maybe it was a mistake. I mean, right now, of course, it's not the moment for conquest, but uh, and. Um, but many years ago, it could be, and I could have a chance to win something maybe uh, in, in many years ago with some some works, uh, and I didn't make the chance to do it uh, just for 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 for, uh, for be afraid to um, to lose. But you know, um, uh, I, I mean, uh, and, and my experience, uh, just uh, we are too many just, so um, it's not like everybody has their own taste and eventually you put like points in i like this one this one and 
but eventually the one that I like the most, the other person don't like at all. So maybe don't win anything. But for me, it was my favorite. You, you know, it's, I know. it's so subjective. That's why you can't be hurt by it. I had a I had an experience with a contest. Have you ever heard the podcast? I mean, I'm not going to be offended if you say no. But I'm not, you don't even have to answer, actually. <laughs> but Micah Christensen is an art historian that I get on the podcast all the time. And uh, he talks huh. about dead artists and their work. And uh, Micah was a judge for a local museum um, contest. And uh, mm -hmm. I trust that he wasn't, he, he wasn't doing this because he's a friend, but he told me about the situation where I had submitted a work and to be fair, this time it was one of my best works. I had submitted a work. Mm -hmm. It was called Consumed. It's this giant still life. The museum ended up and now owns it. But it's just giant mm -hmm. still life that's like eight. Well, not not compared to you. Giant for me. It was eight feet tall by by six feet wide. And um, okay. anyway, I would submitted that to the contest. And there were two judges. There was Micah who leans toward appreciating realism. And then there was another artist or another museum director from a contemporary museum who loves like, uh, loves like installation art and really, really modern work. She hated my work, hated it. And she, and the two of them had to fight over it. He wanted to make mine first place. She wasn't even going to let it in the show. <laughs> like it wasn't even, it wasn't even allowed to be viewed in her opinion. And so what he had to do, he was so sure he wanted mine to be first place. What he had to do is give up all of his other votes. So he chose mine for first and she agreed I could have first, but she gets to choose second, third, all the runner ups, everything. If he could just mm -hmm. have first. So I was able to win. But only because there was one, because the one judge was willing to fight for it. But the reason I bring that up is because it's so interesting. These contests, people can't get their feelings hurt because if he, if Micah wasn't there, not only would I have not won, I wouldn't even have been in the show, and it was one of my best paintings. Oh, yeah. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's terrible. I mean, you you can't you can't judge your value based on a contest. No, no, not at all. And actually, the 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 contest. Uh... It's really nice. I mean, sometimes it's good if you are part of the selection, let's say, or or honor mention. Uh, maybe honor mention. Uh, actually, with um, as a uh, as a, uh, all the judges um, have the idea that every honor mention could be the winner, but but eventually we had to make um, we had to say, okay, mm -hmm. uh, who have more points? But more points doesn't mean that it was the favorite painting for every one of us. Uh, but it, but it was, it's too difficult that uh, every judge say, okay, this is my favorite. Oh, me too, me too, me too. Okay, one. <laughs> Sometimes right. happen, but it's, right. uh, it's not really common. Uh, and, and it's a really good moment to, to know the exhibition, know the other artists, um, um, because you're com you are competitive with other artists, uh, you have a competition in a way, but at the same time, you are part of a community um, and you can co um, cooperate a lot as well. Uh, because um, uh, there's a 
market enough. And I think actually, if we, we are talking about only figurative painting specifically, uh, I think it's better more that we can compete to ourselves for as a, as a game in a way. Mm -hmm. Like if you are playing uh, Nintendo and want to compete and win, <laughs> but it's not like it's not a not you are not it's not a war and you are just competing for for fun in a way. It's useful, but but then uh, as a community, it's better to cooperate and try to find a um, better place to. Uh, and to be in a better place in a heart in the heart history in a way uh actually um figurative painting or with social media drop a lot with murals in a street murals uh digital painting instagram anything uh it's a revival of figurative painting illustrations because uh, for many, many years in the art world was a kind of minor things like illustration, like something like, I don't know, do something for, for an illustration. You can do it for a magazine or something like that. But it was difficult to, to get a position in big museums or be part of the art history. Uh, so uh, the, the, the problem of figurative artists wasn't the other figurative artists. It was... <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> Together we can get something, but uh, right. um, so um, uh, and yeah, and and, it's, it's for, uh, and actually, um, uh, and, and and it's okay. There was a moment I think in the beginning of two thousands, uh, there was too many installations, too many uh, concept art, too many only installation and concept art, and, and you didn't have the other things, so it was too much. It's okay. I mean, I like installation, actually. I, I'm not uh, someone that I hate it or I don't understand or nothing. It's, uh, but, uh, but I like the diversity in the museums or places. Uh, I like to see, okay, I see a figurative painting and then change and see a totally weird installation, conceptual, and then something more a mix between different stuff. Who knows? It's, mm -hmm. it's fun. The creativity of different human beings is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, but occasionally you get a judge that's just very, not occasionally, I think we all can have our own, uh, I mean, we can all be narrow-minded in our opinions on some level. You know, I like to think of myself as open-minded, but there's a certain type of abstract painting that appeals to me, and there's a certain type of installation art that mm. turns me on, there's a certain type of realism that I'm attracted to. So if I'm yeah. a judge, I'm going to have a different, different, I'm gonna have a different set of winners than another judge, regardless. But oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It's impossible to have the same taste. There's many things that influence, and that uh, could be your 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 childhood, your experience, your your environment, your genetic. Mm -hmm. oh, so it's too much, too many things. So it's uh, that's why you can't control that. You you have to find your space. That's all. Mm -hmm. One of the things you said that I really like and I never thought about, and correct me if I misunderstood you, but that we're not competing with other figurative artists. And actually, the more figurative artists there are, the more realists there are, the better it is for all of us because we're creating a movement and creating appreciation oh, yeah. by, by, by other... Mm -hmm. That's I really like that. So when I see someone like oh, yeah, you right. who's great... I can feel pride for the movement. 
of uh, great art. And it, you, you're going to open doors for me and other realists by creating appreciation for realism. That's great. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's totally, uh, I think, actually, it's, it's, a, it's a movement. Um, um, the numbers can show that. Not only the, um, the numbers is already in the social media, in different galleries. Uh, uh, um, and it's a matter of numbers and a matter of time. Uh, yeah. Of course, you need that. That um, the generation is kind of, let's say, um, young, mm -hmm. not super young, but young. So eventually you need more time to totally set up as a movement. You need more time to, uh, to, to, to go back and say, okay, that was the movement of the, of the, cent, uh, of the um, 2020s or the twenties or the tenth or whatever. Um you need more time and then uh, uh generation change. So so eventually it's going to be the moment that we maybe uh, the figurative painter becoming a secret cows and then someone else who <laughs> a different totally different kind of art is going to to <laughs> to take our place. And it could be it's okay. Who it's knows? Who knows? Hey, uh, just in case you're curious, let me show you the painting that Micah fought for real quick. So this is it okay. right here. It's called Consumed. And it there's like a hundred oh, really there's like hundred and fifty different items here items in here. It took me about six months, but yeah, that's the one. That's wow. the one that it almost didn't even make it into the show. If Micah hadn't been there, it wouldn't even have made it into the show. But, you know. Oh, the composition is really nice. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Anyway, but now let's look oh, no, at your no. work. Uh, and, 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 and I love it. Work, work just on a kind of abstraction mixed with uh, really figurative. It's really, really nice. Oh, love thank it. you. Thank you. Well, let's look at yours, man. I, again, when you <laughs> agreed to do this, I got to tell you, man, I was starstruck because... Yeah, There's yeah, just not course. a lot of people like you out there. And, and uh, I mean, everyone I interview are master painters, I, I believe. I pick people who I believe are master painters. But what you're doing is so complex. There's just not a lot of people doing stuff as complex as you. And so, like I said, it leaves me kind of starstruck. I'm really grateful to be able to talk to you about this. But I'm going to actually start with uh, your more recent work. And we'll work our way back if we need to. But maybe... Let's see. Let's start a little bit with your concepts. First of all, you've obviously got this thing where you're combining animals and people mm -hmm. and imaginative landscapes and a lot of different very cool still life elements and interiors. I mean, they're so unbelievably complex, but there, it, there's this incredible unity from painting to painting like it's you could spot your painting and 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 from any other artist and you could totally recognize your paintings what is it what is it about your combination of all these elements well, let me rephrase that mm -hmm. how how did you come across this subject matter how did you land on this very unusual grouping of animals and still life and interior that frankly i've never seen oh, before yeah. oh yeah yeah no because i think uh okay there's some 
um, I have a kind of mindset composition that I like in my mind, uh, inspiring mm -hmm. different artists, probably, especially I think uh, Rubens and Tiepolo. Mm -hmm. um, and Caravaggio, maybe, I'm not really sure, but some of them probably. Um, and then um, it's because I, uh, for example, um, well, there's many characters that I used to repeat and not the same one, but some of them. Is yeah, like this girl, I've the... seen her. I feel like I've seen her in many paintings or someone like her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because uh, in the paintings in general, I have uh, um, little girls. There's two kind of little girls. One of them is have uh, the, the hair like uh, pink or blue or, or something like that. Uh, there's another girl that sometimes is, uh, is more like normal little girl. Uh, sometimes I paint woman. Actually, she's not, um, actually that one is not a little girl, but it's for oh, the a position. Woman, yeah. It's a woman. <laughs> well, these are some little kids Everybody that are normal. It's a little girl. Yeah. Huh? These are little kids that have normal hair, um, hair color. In this yeah. case, uh, I, I, I just little kids. It's really weird that I paint, uh, a male in general. Um, sometimes I do it, but not. It's not really often. Even if it's a kid or 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 male, uh, grow up male. Uh, I used to paint more female uh, characters. Um, could be uh, girls uh, or women or um, animals. Animals. I always have animals. Different kind of animals. Um, uh, and for me, it was like. I created some ideas and it was like, okay, um, it, because I, I don't really know why. Uh, it just in my mind say like, hey, I can put this element, but I think, why don't I choose another one? And, and, and myself, part of myself say, it doesn't, many, doesn't make sense for me if I don't put that character. It's something like I must do it. It's not because I want to do it. It's not a rational thing. It's just the the character came to me uh and must be there for some reason uh i feel that that didn't don't work without some character or another so it's, it's a weird feeling mm. um and okay maybe we could talk I'm... about a specific painting because and maybe if we break oh, yeah. down a specific painting then that'll help me to understand like let's take this one here this is not an animal I'm familiar with. It looks like an imagined animal. It's got like the head of a cat. Oh yeah, and yeah. The yeah. Goat body actually, of a goat or a llama or something. What is it? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that that painting is huge. Uh, it's like uh, three meters by five, more or less. Um, so uh, it's like um, so about yeah, nine by fifteen painting. feet nine by 50 yeah yeah man uh a nine yeah nine yeah a little less than nine think, uh by yeah something like that um uh no yeah and um uh, well that painting was a difficult approach to get the painting uh i was a little high <laughs> i remember in 2015 i was in my coat but not too high I was Wait, 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 wait. Do you mean high um, as in high on marijuana or something? Or high? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, so funny because uh, I was going to make a joke. I'm like, were you high on something when you came up with this animal? But you literally, <laughs> yeah. you literally were. 
<laughs> I was literally high. Um, oh man, that's awesome. And, and, so that's the secret to creativity <laughs> is smoking pot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, I, can't, I can't resolve everything with, uh, with uh, but we can talk about it. It's interesting because uh, I was, um, uh, I was, uh, I mean, in my, in my mind, I was just, um, I closed my eyes and, uh, and I imagined myself just, I was relaxing, uh, to music. I was walking in my mind, uh, through a field. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like uh, an empty feel, like I, in a, like climbing a hill. Um, no, not really high feel. Right. It look like from uh, on the painting you can see a kind of yellow one. Yeah. Uh, and I was just walking, walking, um, and there was a moment that that kind of figure, something similar, uh, just show up for me. And I don't know. It was a kind of it was a kind of an hallucination. Um, oh man, I'm loving this. This is great. You should try mushrooms. Imagine what you'd make with mushrooms. Oh yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it, 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 this, uh, I, I don't know. This was stronger than mushroom because uh, with mushroom, I didn't have any kind of. Uh, <laughs> you've tried. I mean, I tried you've tried the mushrooms already. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I try every every doses that you can imagine. <laughs> this is great. But, but I can get something with mushroom. I feel okay. I feel nice. I like. I like to hug trees and um, <laughs> stuff like that. But, <laughs> but it's not... Oh man! No, but I get. I just have to take a minute to thank each one of my generous patrons for your part in keeping this podcast going. I could not continue to do it without you. So thank you so much. If you're not a patron yet, but you love the show and you listen regularly, please consider becoming a patron. It's really easy to do and it doesn't have to break the bank. Just head over to theundrapedartist.com and click on the link, Be My Patron on Podbean. And then choose a monthly donation amount that fits your budget. It's that simple. Mostly of my idea, I got sober, actually. Uh, it's just... Um, uh, um, it, this one specifically, uh, I got the, the first idea, the, the first image of this huge animal, not exactly like this one, but something more or less look like. And, and I start to look at the, the eyes and I remember the ears and something inside here in the front and then, uh, was like, oh, well, that was strong. Okay. And, but, and, and it wasn't that high, so I started to make some drawing idea, and I just keep the idea and said, "Okay, let's let's try to make something like a this big animal." But I had to look for more reference, so I start to um, I when I have the opportunity, I got the uh, if I saw especially old sculpture of Assyrians, for example, or. Uh, or sculptor, there's a huge one of the in Vatican. It's a um, Greek one, I think, or a copy of one uh, of the um, of the Nilo, the god of Nilo. Actually, I don't know if it's that old, but doesn't matter. It's a deals with different kids climbing over him, mm. um, and uh, I start to get different idea for the composition. And I imagine something huge with different small things trying to climb. And then start to get the idea that it's going to be kind of female, big animal that feed in a way, but kill the other animal in a way. It's a kind of, but 
but then I, I didn't know how to resolve in that moment. So, so I got the reference and then uh, five years later, uh, I took the idea again and say, okay, let's do it. Uh, put the thing in order, get the composition and do it, do it, do it. Uh, and, and I did it in 2020. Um, uh, during the pandemic, I had more time, of course. <laughs> so, so I make this big painting. Um, but in general, sometimes you just have a small idea, like, okay, I like maybe something just for taste. It's like, okay, this background I like, it's really cute. What's happening if I put this animal and I have a folder of different characters, different idea of character that I like, and I said, Maybe this character could work here. Let's try. No, no. Oh, yes, this could be. But could be better if I do this. <laughs> That's how I start to work. Mm. It's something like, uh, it's, it's not like I have everything in my mind before. I have something. But so this just something. started with one animal that you came up with when you were high. You imagine yourself walking through a field. You got one animal. And then you built on that. You're, you you just envision this animal, but then you built on that by adding all these other elements? Yeah, but in this case, I didn't know how to the animal going to look like exactly. Um, I only knew that I want something big animal stare at me uh, in a field with many, maybe other animals, maybe birds, maybe kids. Maybe, I didn't know really. Uh, I, I know I, I, I only want many things over the animal on the animal, that's all. Um, uh, it was something really not precise. Then I'm with that feeling, I start to uh, make composition. In the beginning, this composition part for many stages in the bay, uh, there was a point where there was two big animals, there, there was a tree, there was a, a many birds instead, this kind of, uh, and then I got the, the composition. It's, it's many, many steps before to start to paint, actually. Does at some point it go from an animal, just an animal that you envisioned when you were high, to a symbol of something? Because this thing looks packed with meaning. I mean, you've got a fire going in the background. In the foreground, mm -hmm. it feels like almost Eden. It's just this beautiful mm -hmm. lighting. So it's this contrast mm -hmm. between between heaven and hell almost. And then you've got in the foreground where it kind of looks like Eden, you've got this bloody skeleton in flowers where you, con mm -hmm. again, contrasting that heaven and hell kind of thing. And then, I mean, it just seems like there's so many different potential symbols in here. Are, is, that yeah. the, is that true? And if so, how do these symbols arise? It's because it sounds like oh, you yeah. just started with an um, animal. Uh, in general, the symbols, um, I don't think in the symbol, uh, I, I play with symbols. Uh, um, and then, of course, I realize while I'm creating something that uh, as, the, the power of the symbol. Uh, that could change it depending on the culture of the moment, the history moment. Uh, but of course, if I, if I use, um, let's say, a tiger or a, a, or a skeleton or a bird, a white bird, it's a symbol, it means something. It's not a totally closed symbol. It's not like a tiger only means, I don't know, 
strength, strength uh, mm-hmm. um, could could mean something else. Could be, but but of course, is kind of could be weird that the tiger means, uh, uh, I don't know, fluffy stuff or mm-hmm. or I don't know. It's more. It's a wild animal, powerful, beautiful, savage. So it's probably the symbol of the of the animal. It's more close to them to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm aware about the symbol. So uh, it's another part of the composition. When I get something and I just want to put it because it looks nice, uh, it could be something as simple as that. Okay, I like that. And sometimes the symbol could be a problem uh, if the symbol is too strong. So, uh, so um, uh, um, take away the attention of the, the the thing that I want to show. Um, uh, maybe I had to use. The texture of that animal, let's say, and change something in order to break the symbol. Uh, I, I do that really often. Um, hmm. I think it's like it, it's because I, I want to show something that it um, make me feel, and I can travel around the painting uh, with different meanings and symbols. But the uh, the symbols and the meaning must be open. Uh, it's, it's never closed. Uh, that's why. Uh, um, the people can interpret in different stuff. Uh, uh, if it's too open, uh, I mean, if it's too close, it's too obvious. I mean, if if I put something, I I don't know. If I if I if I paint someone with a crying, uh, and it's um, only someone crying, and I put and I put I don't know sad. And someone cried. It's too. I don't yeah, have too, too much things to mm-hmm. think. It's uh. So maybe uh. Maybe I I want to express something strong, and maybe I want to make a painting that talking in a way uh, a hard moment of my life. Uh, but maybe I have to use another. There's another way to to show that. Um. I'm going to to get different things that make me feel something and then I put it or maybe it's but it, but it's weird when when I'm sad I try to paint something more console me I mean it I, no sorry no it's not the word it's uh reconfort reconfort could be you're trying uh, to paint something that makes you sorry, feel better sorry. uh yeah so, yeah 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 when I feel when uh for example if you see another uh, painting there's a one with the gorilla with the what? Uh, oh, the gorilla. The gorilla. Oh, d- down. If you're going down, that one. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I remember pretty well how I got this painting. Um, uh, I have that background. It's a part of a palace that is in uh, in Chile. Uh, it's a really nice background. So uh, I, I wanted to do something with the background. That's all. Something simple. Okay. Then. Um, then there was a painting of Gustav Klimt with a different woman with a gorilla. Uh, so I like the idea of the gorilla. Uh, I felt like it's kind of, I don't know, kind of, I like the character kind of uh, in, uh, I don't know, the decadence, the, 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 the face of the gorilla. And I imagine a gorilla as uh, some, uh, I have a, my relationship with the apes in general is like, um, I feel a lot of compassion with them. I feel like uh, uh, they feel a lot like 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 us, uh, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily have the um, 
they cannot go to the psychiatrist. They have a problem. They have right. to just <laughs> yeah. leave. So, so I, I, I don't know. It, it's um, uh, but I, I knew that I wanna kind of um, opulent thing with a gorilla, um, but not necessarily like this painting. Maybe it could be actually I have another idea totally different than this one with a gorilla as well. Um, and then it, it, it was during the pandemia, uh, and it was a moment that I was, uh, I felt a lot of anguish. Uh, it was a really hard time, mentally talking. Um, I don't know if it was for the pandemia, I think it could be many things, but uh, I, I was totally broke here in, inside. Um, so uh, then I saw a painting of um, Fragonard. Uh, that I think one called the letter or something like that. There is a, a um, it's a girl uh, writing a letter. No, uh, putting um, I think carpet in a in a tree. Uh, some love letter or something like a, a heart or something like I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but the position, the the composition, I don't know. Something happened for me with that position that made me feel really calm. I, I don't know why. Uh, was like, oh, uh, so so I it was symbolic to me that position. So so that's why she has the exactly the same position, but the light, the the character, the model is totally different. But she is in the same position of the painting of Fragonard, um, and she's carved something in the gorilla, and the gorilla yeah, is totally destroyed and. And, uh, uh, but everything around is a mess, but it's beautiful, must be beautiful. I like beauty in general. So, uh, um, uh, and then I got more things, more idea. I, I, I have a, I just a lot of milk, the idea of the milk that coming from your, your, your body. Uh, and it's coming from some place actually. It's coming from Akira. Uh, the do um, do you know Akira? The, no. uh, the Akira is the is the um, uh, anime from the eighties. Um, Animal it, it from the eighties. Uh, no, an anime. An, Japanese oh, anime, anime. Okay, no, I'm not anime. 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 Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and uh, there was a. A, a scene of the a big uh, uh, some toys start to bleed uh, to uh, uh, but bleed um, a milk. Uh, it was really strong image, hmm. uh, and I saw the movie when I was I don't know nine, um, and I used that feeling that the feeling that uh, of that things in, for for to. Um, for, as a symbol of myself, that that's what I use a lot of milk, um, and I and it's because I like white. Sometimes I I said okay, I, this part I need a white, and I could do. There's many things white things, but I can use milk as well. And mm -hmm. milk could mean different stuff, of course. Is you can think that milk could be a kind of life things could be milk like literal milk, and it's a uh, it could be semen as well, it could be something more erotic, or it could be uh, sometimes I juice it only because it's white. 
Mm-hmm. I need light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, there, there, there's many, I, I take a lot of decisions. Some of them are more powerful. Some of them are totally aesthetic. Um, uh, it's the pen of the painting. Wow. So are you saying that oftentimes you're implying a narrative, but to that you don't actually have a very you don't always have a specific narrative, but that you're using different imagery and different symbols to imply a narrative so the viewer can kind of create their own conclusion? Yeah, yeah, because it's like, um, not exactly, like, I, I want to show like, a, like to show a window of a dream. It's not like I'm painting my dreams, but it's like, it's like in the dream, you can, you can have a nar- narrative, you can, you can, uh, I I can tell. Uh, um, yeah, I can talk about my dream and make kind of narrative stuff. But probably it's impossible to do something totally in order. It's not something that I can complete. Is there's many symbol stuff that is inside at the same time. Uh, so it's an impression of something uh, symbol that uh, uh, that you can. Yeah, I mean. Something objectively thinks it's happened. I mean, there's a girl doing something with the gorilla. There's animals. There's an apple falling. There's a bird outside. A, a, a panther uh, in a tree. Uh, but what does it mean? In, or what is the message? It's not something totally clear. Seems like it's clear, but it's not. It seems like you can found it, but maybe don't have it. Something specific. Uh, it's many feelings in the same time with one mate. Yeah. I think that's what I like about it is that it's not, it's not kind of forced down your throat. You, (laughs) you kind of left curious. That's a good, I think that's a good thing to look at a painting and not, not necessarily be able to make a solid conclusion, but because then it requires you to come back and back again and again and again. And, oh, and yeah, study yeah, it more. Yeah, and it's more interesting, and it's more, and for some people, it's more strong as well. Um, could be a strong in a good way, could be a strong in a bad way. Actually, uh, for example, if you go uh, up, uh, up uh, in the in the paintings, uh, this one, uh, mm-hmm. the, the the second one. Um, yeah, that one, um, it's more simple, uh, but at the same time have, a uh, different interpretations. Uh, uh, I remember was, I have an image, the idea of, uh, of the, of the animal leaking water. Uh, in the beginning, I thought that is, uh, I like the idea of this, uh, when the cat, the big cat, uh, leaking water. So I wanted to use it in something. But I didn't think necessarily that position specifically. I got the position for the for a, a watercolor, I think, or a small study. I don't remember. It was watercolor of a John Singer Sargent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the position is kind of similar, and I like the position because make me give me a really nice um, um, curve. So the composition is nice. Uh, and I was working in two different paintings, and I said, ah, but maybe I can put it together. Oh, it works. Okay, let's see. And then I said, oh, okay, that's strong. I need a model, everything. And the model uh, was my, 
actually was my ex, but look like, um, but, <laughs> but the position, you know, if you are in that position and you are young, uh, mm -hmm. it's different. It's difficult to know the age. So many people think it's a little girl because a, a lot of my paintings have a little girl, mm -hmm. but well, it doesn't matter. It could be a little girl actually. Uh, 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 but, uh, but I, I, in this case, I prefer, uh, I prefer to use, um, um, uh, to use my ex, uh, in that, in, well, in that, in that time, my, my girlfriend, uh, mm -hmm. uh, as a model. Um, um, and then, uh, and yeah, and, and the painting is, um, uh, for many people is, uh, it's, uh, it's a strong one because yeah, you know, the, it's like, uh, the animal with the prey in a way, uh, but for many people it's like, Hey, uh, they feel more like savage, erotic. For certain people, are more like, "Hey, it's like um, uh, uh, it's going to eat her." Could be, uh, or um, or or for some people, uh, the, the for many people say the the cat is protect her, uh, and for some reason they say, "Hey, you're a fucking pedo. Well, what the fuck, oh, poor girl." <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand really what, what the people, uh, some people get offended, but you know, the people get offended for everything. But you know, the, the reaction is different. Um, of course, the pen of the painting, but, yeah, but, but, but it's interesting to know that uh, for many people could means different stuff. Uh, not uh, infinite uh, possibilities, is, but, but there's many and could be totally different for the different person. And that's interesting because uh, you don't even talk about it if you don't feel something. So uh, that, that's a good thing uh, to... Uh, and, and, and I paint it because when I make the combination just for a coincidence, I felt something. I felt like, oh, wow, this is strong, it could work. Yeah, do it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know what it makes, I'm just one more opinion, but you know what it makes me feel like? It feels <laughs> symbolic of some sort of an inner aggression being her protector, as though this cat is like a symbol of some inner aggression to her that actually keeps <laughs> her protected in some way. That's kind of, yeah. what, that's, what it, that's what it makes me feel like. That's, that's yeah. It's interesting. I, and, and 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 yeah. And, and I think the painting, in a way, it's um, it's talk in a in a wide way uh, um, about sex relationship because uh, actually in, in in real life when you uh, when you have a, a a partner and you protect the person but at the same time maybe it's overprotect or or maybe you try to control and the, or, or the other person try to control you or whatever you know there's problems in the relationships mm -hmm. uh but problems uh, but good things and bad things at the same time is um uh it's a it's a balance that uh, and the same thing with sex as well uh, the sex could be um really raw really tough i mean really could be kind of hardcore and then uh, that is a kind of a no not aggressive but let's say yeah kind of aggression symbolic aggression in order to be fun for both and then 
Uh, and then you get home and you get color and you are totally <laughs> Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can pass for that stage is really fast and it's really normal. I mean, the people do it in general in their lives. Um, so it's a part of the, I don't know if it's contradiction, but it's the, uh, we, in, in the nature, in many things, we, we live with two souls, the aggressive, caring, many things at the same time. So it's interesting to mix each other and show it. Like, yeah literally yeah you've done that successfully <laughs> that's what it feels like it feels like this big scary animal but somehow is showing intimacy at the same time that's really oh yeah and 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 i think the they are looking both or if you put the detail of the face uh the second uh, pictures um that that one you can see that both us stir us the um, the beer yeah so uh so we are the one who interrupt their their word it, it was their word uh, that symbolic mm -hmm. word uh, and we are and uh, yeah and and we are the third one we are part of that uh, even if we don't want it that that's why the that character are stirring it's not something uh, they know that we are we are see them so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so maybe we 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 don't have to do it or maybe who knows <laughs> that's the benefit of the person yeah that's great so let's talk about technique a little bit uh, mm -hmm. i got a couple questions about it it seems to me that you're actually quite a loose painter you know when you look at instagram and you see your work it's 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 mm -hmm. condensed down to like two inches and it's you know 10 20 feet in length or height so they feel really tight but then when you look at the details they're very very painterly um i mean you got some, oh yeah you get you get somewhat refined but most for the most part you're really really painterly so tell me a little bit about your process one thing that i've noticed at least i think i'm noticing is that you're a very indirect painter you're painting in layers is that correct? I paint in layers, yeah. Yeah, maybe uh, you could talk a little bit about um, that. How do you approach that? Um, it, well, I, I always, it, it was more easy for me to paint like that. Uh, my first um, um, reference for paintings, painters, was uh, was two, was Ilya Repin and, and Velázquez. Uh, mm -hmm. So my first approach, especially Velázquez, so, so uh, I I learned to to get the the, the my first brush through my approach to uh, figurative painting with Velasquez, uh, and then of course I changed my and I got my own kind of brush stroke, um, and it's kind of fun to to try to 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 try different brush from what happened and different kind of layers. Uh, but 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 yeah, I always work with layers. Um, uh, sometimes, but the layers is not a process like I said. Okay, this paint is going to have three layers. Maybe a, one character have two layers, another one have four layers, uh, but a, another part have one layer. Right. It's depend of the. Uh, and I use sometimes I use acrylic as well. Um, it, but only because some some color of acrylic or some kind of brush stroke, I can get it with oil. So I use part of the paint could be acrylic and 
but mostly it used to be oil. But I, but I well, used to you don't put acrylic on top oil. of oil, do you? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no, like, no, well. uh, no, no, you had to know when, where you used the acrylic and then the oil uh, never cross each other. Of course, you can put the oil over, but no, 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 the halfway around. Right. So, 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 yeah. Uh, but in general, oil is my main things, uh, my main material. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm looking at because, it, it yeah, seems yeah. like you use sort of almost arbitrary glazes and stuff too. Like there's these really, really loose dynamic glazes right over the fur right through here. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And then down I, I here, it seems like you're kind of an aggressive painter. Am I wrong? And like you kind of attack the canvas on some level. Yeah, yeah. And in one point, I, I attack more the, the the canvas with more aggressive uh, brush strokes. Then, uh, when getting dry or in the middle, uh, I I model in a more um fine way mm -hmm. uh then uh, i use glazes but in uh but with glazes i'm really aggressive as well sometimes i use glazes uh really strongly in some places of the painting sometimes i put it really thin glaze it's depending on the one what, what i uh, what i want to do uh but it's it's a kind of game uh i do it mm, i if i have a character and said okay i think I want this character a little more warm, so it's going to be a nice clay, nice, nice glaze. And then, but maybe I this part more destructive on a, or, or I want that the lights coming from beneath. So I put a glaze is more dark. Then I, I wait in the get dry. Then I sand it. Then I put a little more painting over. That's the many way to, wow. to get the same. Uh, there's many way to get the, the same figure. It could be like, Pictures of one, I mean, like photograph, uh, like just printed, uh, or 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 could get something as, as, um, like that, but different layer, different structure, and it's never going to be the same. Uh, and that's the beauty thing about painting, uh, because of course I can create the same world in computer, maybe put it nicely, make the the digital sketch nicely. And that could be the work, and I can just print it uh, or put in a screen, and uh, and it's okay. And it could be, and I could be uh, that kind of digital artist, uh, and that could be my job in a way. Um, but the but there's a reason what I'm painting. Uh, I I like the this small detail, the, the, the many different brushstrokes that I can't repeat again. I mean, I can't copy that, uh, even if I have the same model. And I paint the same painting. I can't paint exactly the same. For me, it's impossible um, mm. because there's too many decisions that I take in that moment. So it's, it's impossible to do it again. Um, so it's going to take a lot of part of my time, actually. Uh, and that's why I put more attention in to create something that deserves to be painted. You know. Yeah. Um, because maybe if I just produce something, uh, okay, let's do something nice. Maybe I'm going to produce a, a, a more, of course, uh, but I'm not going to put the same love or it's not going to mean the same thing for me. That's why I think the painting, uh, that the retail of the painting is important. And then the, the, the final object is 
have something special. It's have something that you can feel in the in the real life. Is uh, and, and and it's really nice. I I, I like it. Hmm. Yeah, this has been fun. So for the viewers, I've been as he's been talking, I've been looking at details of his work, and it's just yeah, they're it's incredible the variety in brushwork and textures that you're getting. And again, the looseness of some of it, man. Th okay, this is right now. I'm looking at a pink uh, tiger mm -hmm. and a blue boar, and mm -hmm. that's a trip, man. What were you smoking when you did this one? Uh, how did that happen? No, well, well uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I love the combination of uh, that kind of blue with pink. One of mine. It's gorgeous. Fetish. Uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. This head right oh, here. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so it's a, beautiful. It's a beautiful. Um, but I felt like the tigers, um, in this case, uh, was they was kind of addicted. They need something of the board that is the pinkness that is inside of them uh, of it. Uh, it's not that they need to eat them. I feel like they need the pinkness itself and, and the pinkness and pink, pinkness mm -hmm. doesn't mean something specifically it could be whatever you want could be draw could be uh, um, i don't know the uh, um, desire of something doesn't matter uh, it's something that but i but i feel like they are totally desperate they are totally addicted to to get these magic uh, things uh but the magic things is um, it's not fighting, it's just it's give them to that thing. So it's tricky because uh, they could, uh, could destroy the tiger. I think the tiger are the, uh, it's not the board that who are suffering more in these paintings. I think are the, the tiger are totally lost uh, in a way. <laughs> um, they are uh, they are having a good time. They are totally euphoric, but, but they are kind of drug addicts way i think you know yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so you must it's, have it's my feeling about when you must have a huge studio because they do come into focus and oh yeah they yeah, work so well enough. on small scale need... so you must be able to really step back or i mean are you just wearing a path in the floor going back and forth back and forth when you're working on these giant paintings to be able to see if it's working from a distance because like i said they're not that refined up close at least not everywhere some places are some places are really yeah, yeah pretty tight but is your studio just ginormous uh it's cute it's not super huge it's uh it's big enough um i don't need something that huge i don't need a uh no but in general i have a space enough to go back and see the painting. Uh, I always my studio are really tall. Uh, it's like uh, my studio in Chile have a uh, five me five meters. Uh, it's uh, uh, in feet. Could be. Um, wow. It's uh, it's three. Uh, claro. Fifteen. Uh, 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 yes, fifteen. Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Fifteen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm totally lost with feet. Sorry, that's uh, all right. 16, 15 feet, something like that. Yeah. Uh, um, in general, 
don't have to be that tall, could be a little less, uh, but I need that something tall in general. Uh, and then, yeah, space is like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I need it, something, um, yeah, but, but you know, in, in Barcelona, for example, I used to rent apartment, the uh, old ones, and the old apartment in Barcelona used to be a really big, the living with the, with the, um, the dining room. So I don't need a dining room uh, at all. So I use a, a studio and okay. I got a, a really small living. And in general, um, um, for example, in Chile, it's more like in the United States, maybe uh, you invite the people in your house, you make, uh, let's say, barbecues or whatever in your house. So you use the house a lot with people. Uh, but in Europe, in general, you don't use too much your house. You you go to a restaurant, a place here, here. So uh, I can use the apartment as a studio. Uh, wow. Or um, the last time I, I got a loft, so it was more more easy to just studio living. You know, more New York, all New York, I think. Right. Um, so you live in both uh, Barcelona and Chile. Oh yeah, that time uh, this year, yes. Uh, the last year, spent more in Barcelona. Uh, and the next year, my, I want to be more in Europe in general. It's because, um, I mean, I don't must do it, but I prefer to be uh, more near the world. Uh, my problem with TV is too far away. Um, but I'm really, if I'm, I'm close with them. I'm really close with my family. Uh, so there's many things that, 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 pull me back to stay here, but there's many things that, uh, but, uh, but I, 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 right now I feel more in home, especially in Spain, uh, it's a place that I, I don't feel like, I, I don't feel like as a, as a foreigner, mm-hmm. uh, a little foreigner, but no, not that much, like to change a city, no, no more than that. So, mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. it's a place that I like, I, I like the people and I'm really close to every, everyone. Uh, if you are in the in Spain, you can go to Paris in two hours. Uh, to, yeah, that's so doesn't nice. matter. Uh, yeah. Germany, whatever, everything is more or less close. Uh, United States not that close, but it's uh, it's eight hours, not that much. I mean, uh, I used to take sixteen hour plane for to go to Europe from Chile. Chile is too far away. It's like to stay in in Australia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you one more question before we wrap up. If there was one piece of advice that you wish you had before you started your career, what would it be? Um, piece uh, of advice could be um, um, or maybe it's something uh, you did have. What's I mean? Let me put it this way: If there's one piece of advice that you would give an aspiring young artist. What would it be? Uh, yeah, I think I was, um, mm, uh, well, uh, in general, it's something that, <laughs> fly. <laughs> no, uh, in, um, in, in, in general, it's something that is, well, it's not, uh, it's not that I discovered the wheel or nothing, but um, not overthinking too much. I think, uh, um, if you have some idea or something, just start to do it. Um, and, 
and many things you're going to discover many things while you are working it's not there's no way to plan everything in a, a, before i can plan my life uh, i i mean i can do something in, be, before of course i can plan i don't know i can save some money i can uh, uh yeah i can be prepared for bad times let's say i think it's that's that's good it's a good advice yeah why not um but that's more or less, and I have, I can have a goals, yeah, but that's all. I mean, you can do more, and the goals could change actually. But let's say, yeah, we have a goal, uh, and then take the goal that you are more close to you and just start to do it immediately. I mean, and and let's see what happens. Um, um, but with hope, it's going to happen. Something good is going to happen. Uh, maybe it's a failure, but you're going to learn a lot about that. So that's a matter. But of course, um, don't go to to fail. Try to win. <laughs> yeah. Try to do something that works. And then, if you fail, that there's a, if you need to cry, cry. It doesn't matter. It's just emotion. Uh, and then come back and say, okay, I can do it. But uh, try to to really and set up and say, okay, um, what uh, what was the problem? I what I did wrong, what I did good, because maybe you did many good things and maybe one mistake or two mistakes or who knows. So try to to do in another way or keep the good things, um, uh, resolve the mistake and then do it again. Yeah. So, uh, and eventually you're going to get a good result, whatever you, you are doing. And maybe your, uh, your weight change, uh, change, I mean, many things could happen, but uh, um, we have many dreams uh, and many good ideas, many people, uh, but not too many people uh, put the thinking, do the action to do stuff, and then you, you get something and learn. Uh, so, so that's really, really important, and it's something that is more, more a classic advice that you can hear in, a, in you know, in more the... Uh, uh, um, you know, this advice, no, not advice, but, you know, coachings for life or right. uh, uh, for yeah, getting money advice and for anything. kind of things. Not just but art. But in general, it's good. Uh, but, but it's good to know why. No, 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 because, uh, I mean, you don't have to be guilty if you are feel lazy or you are afraid or whatever. It's normal feelings. You, you feel like that just because... We are human. We feel like that. It's normal. Um, so, uh, but if you understand why uh, to start something and the action is going to get the better results, uh, um, uh, and, and I think the reason is because uh, your brain can process as much information of all the things that's going to happen in the future. It's too much information. So mm -hmm. the only way is step by step. And meanwhile, you are working, you are resolving problems. So. You resolve one problem, done. Another one, uh, so uh, you can keep your ability of your of your being or your brain or more brains or tools or whatever. Uh, but you can figure out everything before it's impossible. Uh, you can plan more or less, and then do it. Mm -hmm. uh, then with the experience, you can plan much much better. Of course, right now. Uh, I can plan much better a painting than 15 years ago um, because of my experience. Uh, 
then, but then, if, for example, if I want to create an sculpture, it's one of my plan actually. Uh, it's going to be something new, but I can. Uh, and actually, I was thinking about sculpture for many years, and I don't, uh, and I didn't do anything yet. Um, but I will, and I will this year. Uh, actually, I have a plan already. I have a concrete plan to do it. So, um, and and but I don't know how. What is going to be the result? The only way is trying. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see what happens. Uh, maybe it doesn't work. But it's okay. Uh, let's see. But uh, but at least I'm going to take out of my mind. Right. Uh, it's useful. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, man, it's been awesome to get to know you, Lorca. I really appreciate it. It's been a blast. And as I said earlier, no, I'm a huge fan, and uh, it's it's an honor to have you on the show. No, please, for me, it really, really nice, really nice to meet you. You are really nice. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm really glad, and 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 I, and I hope you can. I mean, I hope could help a good uh, amuse whatever <laughs> <laughs> ditto thanks for tuning in to the undraped artist podcast if you enjoyed it subscribe and if you could leave a comment or review that really helps the channel please share the show with your friends and if you're feeling generous consider a monthly donation at theundrapedartist.com thanks again for watching we'll see you next week